TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Whoa, whoa, Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these be at when they said they Back rolling on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN, and on the line now is the host of BetMGM Tonight podcast and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat on X at Ryan Horvat. Just one T. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to uh, more of Ryan's analysis on the BetMGM Tonight podcast. Just make sure you download that wherever you get your podcast. Ryan, how was uh, your holiday and ultimately the, your, your new year? I know you were in Chicago like I was. Yeah, I was. So mine was pretty good. Got to go back for Christmas and spend some time with the family. Had to come back to work, um, you know, for like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, obviously with the college football playoff going down. But had a good holiday. Got to see some family. Got to taste some great food, of course. That's why I love going back home. Yes. Uh, here on the East Coast. No disrespect. Good fish, but we don't have Italian beef, which I love. We don't have a Pertillo's, which I love. We don't have deep dish pizza, which I'm not even the biggest deep dish pizza. I feel fan. like Chicago like uh, Chicagoans don't really like the deep dish that much. That's more. I, I feel like that's that's sort of saved for the for the out of towners. Yeah, it's more of the tourist thing. Like I like a good deep dish once every month, two months maybe, but I can't eat that thing every single day. And I love pizza, so. I like the thin crust, and there's different options for pizza in Chicago. It's not all deep dish. But, man, um, miss the restaurants, miss the food, miss the nightlife. Places staying open past 1 a.m. is kind of nice when you got some buddies back home. But it's also good to be back and back to work because uh, I'm probably one of the only people that loves Week 18. I love all these backup quarterbacks and the sloppy football that we're going to see because I think you could take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. But I, I, I yeah. said this yesterday because I had another buddy, okay. uh, Ty Richardson. Ty Richardson, who he's from ESPN Arkansas. He was in Chicago over the over the holiday and everything else. He was at a uh, New Year's Eve wedding. But I, I, I brought this up. I think in the United States we can talk about New York City and Chicago. I mean, I don't know if they have peers in the in the food industry. I don't know if they have peers. New York City, I think, uh, when it comes to like Mexican food stuff like that, may may struggle a little bit. But Chicago, I swear, there's just so many good meals. 
Everywhere oh, is so a good meal. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't deny it at this point. I had a bunch of Italian food, and I listen. I'm from St. Louis, so I'm familiar with the Hill, and the Hill has great Italian food. But I had Gene and Giorgetti's. I had a, a Piccolo Sogno. It, it's phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. There's so many good places to get a good meal. Good eats. really are, and the best part about it, like in Chicago, is expensive as most uh, major right. cities are. But the best part about it is. I mean, you could go to Pertillo's and get a meal under 20 bucks. Right. You could go and get a good Italian meal and spend a lot of money, get a good bottle of wine, but there's just something for everybody. There's great Mexican joints, Mexican food, um, Italian food. There's a little bit of everything, and that's what I love. Even if you go into the suburbs, like I'm from Joliet, right. Illinois, so it's like a 40-minute trip to Chicago, and even where I'm at, there's so many good spots, mom-and-pop shops, places that have been open for like 75, 80 years, maybe now run by the children or grandchildren, but uh, it really is. I mean, I love New York, but Chicago for me is number one. Um, coming in last would be Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, I hate to say it because I'm here. <laughs> well, can I also say this? L.A. is a very overrated food city, too. Yes. It's, it's, it's just not it. It's not it to me. I can't do oh, it. Oh, and you got to know somebody to get a table and to get to the restaurant. If you're driving or even taking an Uber, it's going to take three and a half hours. Not that Chicago traffic's much better or New York traffic's much better, but I completely agree. Uh, agree. I think that it's a little overrated, but Chicago's great. I always recommend it. And uh, so, woman, well, let me ask you this: Was the Italian spot was that your favorite spot, or was there something else? Like, did you do the deep dish pizza? I uh, see. I've done the deep item? dish. I, I'm not a deep dish yeah. fan. It's just too much on the yeah. stomach. It, that, that is the one thing. Listen, I eat a lot of food. I'm I'm six four, three hundred pounds. I, I'm a former. I'm I'm an O lineman. Once an O lineman, always yeah. an O lineman. I almost said former. That would have been a mistake. Um, but I, I enjoy just regular pizza at this point from from Chicago, and they have plenty of places to get it. I uh, I enjoyed from Italian from an Italian food perspective. I enjoyed Piccolo Sogno more than uh, more than Gene and Giorgetti's. Although Gene and Giorgetti's, like I didn't really get a. It's a steakhouse. I didn't get a steak. I got their uh, I got some uh, bolognese, and that wasn't as good. Um, so no. I, I people tell me I made a mistake there. You got to get a steak from there. Um, and then I'll say I'll say this best meal I had, and I I don't know if you're, you're familiar with it. I think it's Stephanie Izard. Is that is that her name? Oh, yeah. uh, she owns yeah. four restaurants there in Chicago. Duck, duck, goat for a Chinese meal. Yes. I got some dim sum. Oh my lord, that was the best meal I had. It wasn't even close. It was unreal. So there's there's so many great Chinese spots, man. I that's what I miss the most, to be honest. Um, and I thought like coming to the East Coast, I was like, okay, it won't be a huge drop off. And man, there's just so many great shops. And I'm glad that you brought that one up. That's one of my favorite places to eat. I actually went there as well. Over the holiday with my wife, we took my son there. Um, man, that is that's that's the good stuff right there. My recommendation next time you go back, okay, um, especially if you want a steak because they also have great seafood and it's a great atmosphere, and you'll probably bump into a couple Chicago Bears, Chicago Bulls. Is Chicago Cut Steakhouse is excellent for fast food. I'm going to mention them every single time. Pertillos, yes. you can't go wrong with Pertillos. Chocolate Even cake shake. I'm area. familiar with the chocolate cake shake. Yeah, what well, you got to do like even if see. For you guys, it's it's not that bad. I mean, for me, it's a 16-and-a-half-hour drive, unfortunately. But you could even go, like, Gold Belly. I'm just giving out a bunch of free promotions today. Right. And you could get your Pertillo's delivered, the Italian beef. It's still good. It's not as good. But, um, yeah, man, that's a great spot. But Chicago Cut, that's my spot in Chicago. Great spot. And for Italian beef, I almost stopped in Mr. Beef, which is the uh, – for, uh, for people that don't know and people that don't watch the show, that is the uh, – that is the restaurant where they uh, where they do the the bear. 
Have you have you watched the bear? Oh, so the bear. Um, that's like my family. Like that's my mother's side, like <laughs> okay. the crazy side. I mean, and my aunt actually owns a restaurant. My brother works at the restaurant. He was a chef in New York. Went back to Chicago to work at the restaurant. They were actually the personal chef for Marcus Stroman, who's the pitcher for the Cubs for a couple this years. This is interesting. Now my my, my uncle does something similar. He do, he does catering and he does sort of uh, he does. Uh, Home home eats for for people that uh that have the money to do so. Yeah, and and so that's when you know the right people. Like I have a buddy who runs a Greek spot, Johnny's, out in Chicago, which is also great for Italian beef. And if you like Yeros, uh, great. He's a Greek guy, great Greek spot. But his cousin is the personal chef, or was the personal chef for Jawan Howard. So like I'm in with the right people out in Chicago, like as far as food, which is a good and great thing, you know, because here on the East Coast. I'm down to like 170 pounds, like way better than my playing weight. Even I go back right. home and I'm 215. I'm 215 and I'm only 5'11. I'm not 6'3, man. So, so that's, I, re- that's big, big I, I read a I read a study about over the holidays people gain eight plus pounds. Like that is a, for for Americans that's the normal. That's yep. the normal. I probably gained 15. There's I, I, it was ridiculous. It was nuts. And by the way, you, you, you since we're name dropping at least a little bit, my uncle used to uh, cook for uh, Lou Aldang when he was still in when he was still in Chicago. So there's that. I have to tell my wife that. He was our favorite player. Uh, we were big Luol Deng fans. We have Luol Deng. We have a Luol Deng in our house, like a stand, like a standout, like like the cutout thing. It's like six foot seven. It's his actual size. We have no room for it. We have Luol Deng jerseys. We loved him in Chicago until they uh, attempted to uh, assassinate him for whatever reason. They gave him like a hot shot, and he missed some time. He didn't like the Bulls very much after that. But I uh, – yeah, you got to name drop every once in a while, yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, Chicago's great. It really is. I mean, you hear a lot of the negative stuff, but you could really do the negative stuff with any city, unfortunately, uh, in the world that we're living in now. But, man, for food and for good times, there are some really good spots. Um, and, and, by the way, uh, Lou Aldang, we have Tibbs in, uh, in, uh, in New York coaching the Knicks. He's trying to recreate circa 2010-2011 Chicago Bulls at, at any at any cost, right? OG Ananobi is sort of the new Lou Aldang for him, isn't it? Yeah, I liked the move, to be honest, for the Knicks, because I expected the Knicks to make a move. I mean, they're sitting there at, what, 19 and 15 right now. I love Jalen Brunson. I mean, I'm not shocked at the player that he's become. I was watching Jalen Brunson in high school, and I always thought, okay, he's going to be a really good college player, and he'll be a sixth or seventh man in the league. And, man, he could get off his own shot. He could create his own shot. He's got good handles. He's a hell of a player. Julius Randle is a great regular season player. I still don't trust him in the playoffs. They're in big spots. Right. But he's having a nice season. They just needed that third guy, kind of that glue guy that could also get him buckets, play some tough defense. And the Knicks, problem for them, they just don't really have the assets to give up. And I'm a big Tibbs guy. I like to see Tibbs win. Never want to see Tibbs back in the broadcast booth. So I definitely <laughs> want to see him on the sidelines where he belongs. I'm still just not there, though, with the Knicks in the East. You know, I right. do think that they could be – a playoff team, like a top six seed in, in a weaker Eastern Conference, but I still wouldn't expect them to win a playoff series. But that's the thing with the East. The East is just, in my opinion, down, man. Like, people try to make the case for the Hawks every single season. It's never going to happen while Trey Young's their best player. I like Boston, but I've bet them the last two years to win the finals, and they've let me down, so it's hard for me to trust again after they've uh, scorned me twice. And then with Milwaukee, I still think they're going to put it together, but they just, in my opinion, don't play enough defense. Maybe Philly eleven to one. Right? Maybe that's the look in the East. And Beat is a dog, man. He's he just he just. I mean, when we talk about MVP odds, he's he's got to be at the top right now. He just came off of a month of December where he averaged forty and ten. That that'll yeah. play. Oh, absolutely. And they're playing tough defense. It's 
it comes down to coaching. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this how many times with Doc Rivers just not being that guy, especially when you get into the postseason. Nick Nurse, um, I know it kind of it, well, it didn't end great in Toronto, but I think that's what they needed in Philly. They needed some toughness. Last year's a great example. They had that series, and then you go to a game seven, you get punched in the mouth, and they don't show up in the second half. You just need that toughness. They needed to say goodbye to James Harden. How about Tyrese Maxey becoming a superstar? Yep. And Tobias Harris is having a really good year. Uh, I still wish, or I don't wish, but if I'm a Philly fan, I still wish we committed to Jimmy Butler and not Tobias Harris. But at least this season's making it, you know, a, a little bit better. He's been playing pretty well. Yep. Now, um, in the West, holler at me. I know. I, I don't even want to get into the Grizzlies right this second. Uh, they are they are 11 and 23, and uh, their upcoming schedule is not fun. It's just not fun. They have three games on the road against Western Conference opponents that uh, it just doesn't seem like they're going to win especially if they can't beat the Raptors last night and the Raptors let the uh, the Pistons break that 28-game win streak. But in the West, who are you liking right now? I mean, the Nuggets, of course. The Clippers are, I think, 18-5 and five in their last 23. Who, who do you like in the West? In the West? All right, so I really love this Thunder team. I mean, that game against Boston the other night was one of the better regular season games that we've seen so far this season, especially if you had the over in that game. And you heard KP uh, Porzingis talk about it at the podium after the game. Chet Holmgren is a lot better than I expected year one, technically year two, but year one. I think he's going to end up winning rookie of the year, man. I mean, he has been so damn good. Um, It's unfortunate, this weird Josh Giddey situation, because I thought that he was going to have a monster season. He's kind of like a shell of himself. But Shea, I mean, he's got, what, the fourth, fifth best odds to win MVP? Mm -hmm. Now you have this young team, and, and that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I like Minnesota. I like the Thunder. Um, but what I like about those two young teams right there is you got a guy that could get buckets in the fourth quarter of those games. You have it with Shea and OKC, and then for Minnesota, you have Ant, who in the fourth quarter or late in these games becomes like Michael Jordan. So I like those two teams. But for me, like it comes down to in the NBA, I mean, we see this every year. I'm a Bulls fan, so we saw this a couple of years ago with Tibbs, great regular season team. Then we get to the Eastern Conference Finals. You strap up Derrick Rose with LeBron James. The best teams, the teams with the superstars, I think are ultimately you know, going to prevail. So uh, Nuggets are a tough team to bet against, but for me, I'm sticking with my original pick, and it's looking a little bit better. Eight and two in our last ten, the Clippers. 21 and 12 out yep. of nowhere. Kawhi actually staying healthy. If they can keep Kawhi big if, if obviously, if Kawhi and Paul George are healthy for a playoff run, if James Harden continues to facilitate and just run that offense, I think they're going to be a really, really scary team. You're still getting some really good prices, 18 to 1, 16 to 1 for them to win the finals. Obviously, the Nuggets will be a tough matchup. You know, these young teams will be a tough matchup. But for me right now, man, it's the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, they've they've been very good. And, like, I I just look at those three stars. They're all up over 45% from the field, and they're all right around. I think the, the, you know, Paul George and Kawhi are over 40% from three. And uh, James Harden's like thirty nine point eight percent from three. If they can keep that up, I I really like their chances. And I are you surprised that it's meshed like this? Because I know there were some real questions when they made that trade. So I'm not surprised. I I like James Harden in that role as long as he's like getting along with his teammates and he understands I'm not James Harden from 2006 to 2010. Like I don't want James Harden. You know, every once in a while, sure, James Harden could still go off for 45 points. Hell, we saw it in the playoffs last year. He had that game where he hit like 11 threes. But we don't need that. They don't need that every single night. He just needs to be the point guard. And that was my problem with the Clippers the last couple years, other than the injuries. They didn't have a real point guard. They were playing Terrence Mann at the point. And so now if Harden could just run the show, you know, I think 
going to look pretty good. So I'm not really all that surprised, to be honest. I'm more surprised. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Surprised about a couple different teams. Like I'm surprised that the Lakers are this bad, 17, right. 18, and now LeBron James. I mean, the isn't this with Darvin James, Ham? Are you calling for the head of Darvin Ham? Shocking. You know, I'm surprised that the Rockets are 17 and 15. But no, the Clippers don't really surprise me. The only nothing in the West surprises me. I knew going into the season it was going to be a battle to get into the playoffs. Other than the Spurs and the Bla- uh, and the Blazers, and I guess the Grizzlies now, just because you missed Ja for so long. You can make the case for any of these teams. Hell, look what Dallas is doing with Luka, yep. and they've barely had Kyrie this season. Yeah, and we'll talk about your Lamar Jackson MVP ticket here in a second. I know you're probably happy about that. But in the NBA right this second, I know it's early. Is it, who, who have you have you thrown down any money on MVP? Yeah, so I played some Shea. Um, now, the MVP is a little bit different because, like for in baseball, for example, I've had Otani two of the last three years. And it's great because it doesn't matter how bad the Angels stink. It's always going to go to the best player. It's a different story in football, and it's obviously a different story in the NBA. So when I was looking at, like, Shea and Ant Edwards, like, I was thinking, okay, which one of these teams, if either, has a realistic shot to be a number one seed? You know, because if you look at the pricing right now, Jokic is plus 250. Makes sense. I I don't know, man. Voter fatigue. Embiid's plus 250. Kind of tough to vote against him right now, what he's doing. And Shea's all the way down to 4-1. to one. But, man, if the Thunder could finish with the top seed, even the top three seed for where they've been the last couple of years, I think Shea would get some love. And I think he could continue to average over 30 points per game, and they're going to continue to win games. And if they beat some big-time opponents in some standalone game-type situations, like last night against Boston where everybody was watching, if you were an NBA fan, I think he'll get some love. And then the last guy I would look at, just because of price. I mean, Jason Tatum's 30 to 1. Lucas plus 425. I would look at those two guys. Boston finishes as the number one seed. Maybe it's Tatum's year. You know, Luca doesn't get any healthy teammates and continues to put up the numbers that he's putting up. Maybe he gets some love. But right now, I'm all about Shea. 
I hear you. I hear you. Now, in the NFL, you have that Lamar Jackson ticket, and I think you got it at pretty good odds, too, right? Didn't you say it was like, what, plus 1,200 somewhere in the middle of the season? It seems like he's about yeah. locked it up. And, and and we had questions last time I talked to you about Brock Purdy falling off the face of the earth, but that Ravens game did it all. Zero TDs, four INTs. He fell off the face of the earth while Lamar Jackson has been phenomenal the last two weeks. And, and, and it was nutty the stat line he put up against the uh, the Dolphins. Five touchdowns passing, zero INTs, 18 for 21, 321 yards. It was ridiculous. He's wrapped it up, and at this point, um, that Ravens team is just trending in an unbelievable direction heading into the playoffs. They're a scary team. Um, and it's funny, if you look at his numbers, the passing numbers, they're nice, but not usually typically numbers that are going to win you MVP. But then you look at the rushing yards. You look at the fact that he loses Mark Andrews, his number one option. You have Odell Beckham Jr. starting the season, not really fully healthy, even though he sat all of last year coming off that knee injury. You have a new play caller in Todd Munkin, and they've put everything together. So while the numbers don't jump off the page, I think he is the MVP. You know, Brock Purdy, mm. I'm not saying like system quarterback or knocking the guy, but Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, right. George Kittle. Not that Lamar. It was all, that was weapons. always the conversation, right? That was always the conversation. Imagine if you had those weapons. The, the only other guy I would make the case for would be Christian McCaffrey, or it would be Dak Prescott. If you look at the numbers and you take away the rushing yards, Dak's actually had a better season than Lamar Jackson. And the Cowboys, as long as they don't um, choke, <laughs> I almost mm-hmm. swore there. As long as they take care of business, as thirteen point favorites this weekend. They're going to wrap up the NFC East. I have that, like, plus 200 from before the season. Everybody thought Philly was going to be a 14-win team. I think Dak would be the only other guy you could give some love to. And he's still sitting there 18-1, to but Lamar's, like, minus 100,000 right now. I just looked at the odds, actually. So I'm feeling pretty good about that ticket. I bet it's 17-1. to And I think, like, last time, or one of the last times we talked, you know, about this market, it was still sitting there at 12-1. to And the Ravens are a scary team. As long as they, you know, put together four quarters, like, quarters one through three, point differential, they're the best team in the league. Then we get to the fourth quarter, and they're one of the worst teams right. in the league. They just got to close out teams. Yeah, now with the Eagles, they've lost four of their last five. What the hell's going on? And I, there's some people that are surprised by it. I think that a lot of the things that were um, occurring while they were still winning, while they were skating by with Jalen Hurts and uh, that offense just not clicking, I think all that's showing up, but it's showing up in losses instead of wins this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean – I think their issue, not so much the offensive side of the ball. Jalen's been dinged this season. He was sick for a while or whatever was going on. Um, the offensive line's still really good, but not as good as they were last season. And then on the defensive side of the ball, though, that's that's my concern. Because I think the Eagles will still be a scary team in the playoffs because they can hang 30 on anybody with as long as A.J. Brown's healthy, Devontae Smith's out there, and Jalen's healthy. But I'm worried about the defensive side of the ball. Love Jalen Carter, and I love the defensive line. But the middle of the field is a huge problem for the Eagles. Their linebackers are a huge problem. And then the slot corner, they never replaced. Uh, They never replaced Gardner Johnson. And so you could beat them through the air, and they're going to have to win every single game, it appears right now, in a shootout. And I just – I don't like them. I think that, you know, uh, Dallas, if they get them again, might be a bad matchup. San Francisco is a bad matchup because of Debo, Ayuk, and George Kittle. They're all able to eat in the middle of the field. That's why I'm out on the Eagles. I still wouldn't be surprised, man, if they made a run here, right? Not saying they're playing possum, but they still have so much talent. But I'm worried about that defense. And they're just trending in the opposite direction right now, uh, losing to bad teams. Hell, I think they might lose this weekend. I bet the Giants, first thing, plus five and a half. Giants with Tyrod Taylor, another team than they were with Tommy DeVito. But, 
yeah, Eagles are just not trending the way that you want to be trending heading into the playoffs. You want to be playing your best football, obviously, and they're not. Now, a bunch of backups this week because it's week 18 and teams are trying to rest and other teams are just trying to give guys some looks. So let's see. We have Sam Darnold, Tyler uh, Tyler Huntley, um, Blaine Gabbard, Jeff Driscoll, Carson Wentz, Nick Mullins, Trevor Simeon, Easton Stick, Tyrod Taylor, Mason Rudolph, Jarrett Stidham. Uh, when, when we talk about these backup quarterbacks, I heard you say earlier in this conversation you have some pretty strong feelings about some of these games. What are those games? All right, so let's start with Saturday. I'm not the biggest trends guy, but, I mean, the Ravens are 20-4 and four against the spread in their last 24 games as an underdog, 20-5 and five against the spread since 2018. When Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh meet, the underdogs 23-5-3 and three against the spread, which hits at an 82% clip. I'm not saying – I mean, obviously, like, Huntley to Lamar is a huge drop-off. One guy's the MVP of the league. The other guy's a backup. But we saw Huntley win games with Baltimore last year. We saw He should have won a playoff Almost game. Almost won a playoff game if he didn't fumble. Jam. Yeah, if he didn't fumble. Yeah, he tries to go space jam and reach the ball over <laughs> and loses the fumble. But I think he's serviceable enough. And like the Ravens, we bet them in the preseason when it's backups, third-string guys. There's just something about good culture, and that's what they've built. you know. And I think they're the best team in the league right now other than San Francisco. So love the Ravens plus four with Snoop Huntley. And I like Odell Beckham Jr. As long as he's going to go in this game to have five receptions. The incentive stuff. Like, if he has five receptions, he makes an extra 250000 If he has two touchdowns, he makes an extra 250000 If he has 185 yards, he gets 750000 That's his bonuses. <laughs> and he's running out a boat to party before the Ravens right. start their playoff run, which is pretty scary. I like him to have five catches in this game, and I like the Ravens to win uh, with Snoop Huntley. And then you look at some of these other backup situations, man, and – you don't really know what to expect. It could get a little bit messy, and that's what I love. But you brought up the other guy I'm going to target. Um, the Rams, great season. I actually yep. might play some Rams futures in the NFC. Like, if anybody's going to beat San Francisco, there's only one way to beat San Francisco. You take advantage of those corners, and you throw the ball deep, and that's what Stafford could do with Puka and with uh, Cooper Cup and with Tutu Atwell if they throw him off the mill carton. So I think that could be a scary matchup. But this weekend, they don't care whatsoever. They're four-point dogs against the Niners. And I know the Niners aren't going to play Christian McCaffrey. They're not going to play Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold, I'm not saying he's as good as Purdy. He's not. He's a career backup for a reason now. But he's got a hose on him still, and he can make the throws. And I still think we might see Debo. We might see Brandon Ayuk. You can't sit anybody. But the Rams, when they don't care, they really don't care. Look at their preseason record the last five years under Sean McVay. So I love the Niners with Sam Darnold. I don't think that's a huge drop-off from Purdy um, to where they're only four-point favorites. And that's the other one I was looking at. So – Ravens and Niners for me this weekend. Now on to uh, college football. College football playoff, that semifinal, that, that night was unreal, wasn't it? I mean, I, you have two games come down to uh, a play on the three and then a play on the 12. And I, I, I still can't believe Texas sort of climbed their way back into that one and had a chance there at the end. We had the uh, the uh, timeout that they were gifted because Dylan Johnson got hurt. Um, but that, that semifinal night was about as good as I can remember. I think it was the best semifinal night, to be honest with you. Both games lived up to the hype. Both games were excellent, like you said. Um, Now, Texas, that one made me a little bit mad. I took the points with Washington, thought Washington was going to win the game. Then it dropped to three, and I talked myself into Texas, and I don't understand why. That was the worst matchup for them in the college football playoff because Texas, really good against the run, really good explosive offense but really bad against the pass outside the top 100 in like every statistical category. And now you're going against Michael Penix and three NFL wide receivers. So I should have just hammered Washington. 
Uh, unfortunately, I bought back with some Texas, but it was a great game. And Michigan, there was no surprise. That was one of my bigger bets this college football season. Did have to sweat it, obviously. Um, you know, but I just, I really like this Michigan team. And I yeah. already bet Michigan against Washington. I mean, it's scary betting against Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix. But I just think Michigan might be able to finally beat this team up in the trenches a little bit, get some pressure on Michael Penix, hit him a couple times. Um, they're not going to take away everything from Washington. I still think they'll score some points, so I guess I would lean over. But I just don't know how Washington stops that ground attack for right. Michigan. I know they haven't got Donovan Edwards going this season for whatever reason. He just doesn't look explosive at all. But Blake Corum could just eat in this game, five, six yards per carry, four or five yards per carry. We bet his rushing yards over 77 and a half. It's already up to 102. Him to score two touchdowns was plus 150. That's down to even money. Blake Corum just to score a rushing touchdown in this game is minus 300. I think that's telling you everything you need to know. The biggest advantage is going to be Michigan in the trenches in this game, running the ball right down the Huskies' throats. I don't think it's as big an, uh, as an advantage as we had last year with Georgia against TCU, but I do like Michigan. Hate betting against Washington. Right. Wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be too pissed to see them win this game. Kalen DeBoer, great story. Penix, a great story. But I just think Michigan's the best team in the country. I think they get the job done. And then I think Harbaugh's in the NFL, most likely Vegas. I mean, he hired Don Yee. Come on. He's telling you everything you need to know. Right? Hey, would it be crazy to think Harbaugh? All right, so let's say Harbaugh leaves Michigan, goes to Vegas, or wherever he wants to go. He's definitely going to the NFL, in my opinion. What about Vrabel out in Tennessee taking over for Harbaugh in Michigan? That's, That's what I'm cheering for. Okay. Well, I, 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 what about Brian? I've heard, I've heard the Brian Kelly conversation in Michigan. If if that goes sort of south and Harbaugh's out, God, I don't think I, I like that as much as Vrabel. But that's definitely a discussion that has come up. Brian Kelly's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. It's just I still question: Can Brian Kelly win the big game as a Notre Dame? Fan, right. I think that's like, for sure. That's, a, that's fair a fair question. question. You know. Yeah. I get you. I get um, you. Don't get me wrong. Miss him. I, I, I like Marcus Freeman, but I think. Brian Kelly's clearly the better coach, but I don't know how that would work at Michigan. I don't know how that goes. And also, like, college football is going to change so much. The Big Ten is going to change so much. Like, we're about to watch Washington in a couple days in the national championship, and then we're going to remember, oh, my God, they're in the Pac-12. That doesn't even exist anymore. Recruiting is going to get much tougher. So I don't know about Brian Kelly at Michigan, but it right. wouldn't shock me, you know, if, if he ups and leaves after, what, two years. Yeah, now the, uh, the, the national championship, back to it, the the one thing that always will give you hope with Washington in any matchup against anybody, and we've seen it all year, uh, whether it's Oregon, whether it's this game against Texas they just had, that deep ball accuracy and Michael Penix, as long as they can keep him upright, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. That Joe Moore Award offensive line, show that you're a Joe Moore Award offensive line and keep him upright the entire game and you're going to have a chance. But that deep ball accuracy, I, I people are getting annoyed with me continuing to say this, but it is the equivalent of a basketball team that shoots 50% from three every single game. Yeah, they may not yep. be as tough. They may not have the surrounding pieces, but they shoot 50% from three. They can win any game they're a part of. I mean, he can make every single throw. I, I hear a lot of these guys that you could tell, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but just started watching Michael Penix last well, yeah. week and a half, two weeks. You know? Yeah, because for sure. Because the Mike Vick comps are insane. He's, he's not Mike Vick. Mike Vick. Michael Penix is pushing like 30 years old in college football years. You know, he's 24 years old. He's had the knee injuries, the leg injuries, and he's not as, he's not as mobile. Yeah, I mean, he's not really a burner. I know he had some nice runs uh, in that game against Texas, used his legs a little bit and got out of the pocket, but he wants to stay in the pocket. He's got a cannon for an arm. He can make every single throw, and that is what's scary. 
even against this Michigan defense because we saw them give up some explosive plays. Granted, they were on the ground against Bama, but they haven't seen a quarterback in a passing attack like this all season. Even Ohio State, you had Marvin Harrison, sure, but Kyle McCord was the quarterback, and now he's no longer even at Ohio State, right? Drew Aller and Penn State, they were one of the least explosive teams in the country with that passing attack. There's a reason why their OC got fired in season, right? And now you're going against three NFL wide receivers. I love Marvin Harrison, man, but I don't know that I could take him number one or number two because I don't see the huge drop-off from Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze, who's just an yeah. absolute dog. So I think they're going to be able to score in this game. And you said it, for Washington, the offensive line has been so impressive this season. Top five in the country, like you said, Joe Moore award winner. And Michael Penix has been kept clean. The only time he struggles when he's not kept clean. Outside yep. the pocket, you know, if he has to throw on the run, he's only completing like 45% of his passes. That's the key to Michigan, or for Michigan. You got to get after him. You got to force him out of that pocket. Because if he has a clean pocket, Washington's going to win this game outright, and they may hang 40 even against a really good defense. Now, last thing for you, again, talking with Ryan Horvat at Ryan Horvat on X from BetMGM tonight. He's also a Odyssey Sports betting insider. What do you think about Michael Penix Jr. as a uh, NFL draft prospect? I see the third round stuff I don't agree with. I would take him late in the first round, maybe early in the second round. Also, it wouldn't shock me if he went top 15, top 10. We'll right. see how this game goes against Michigan. You know, the concern is the injuries and the age because you want your quarterback to be like 22, 23 years old when you're giving him that rookie deal. But I'll put it this way, man. I wouldn't be pissed if my team drafted him. I think he could be an all-pro, Pro Bowl quarterback. Um, I think some of the comps are disrespectful, but that's what worries me a little bit. The past injury history, uh, him not being – like, he's not Mike Vick. But, man, like, you got a quarterback that if you keep him clean, he can make every single throw. And I always think there's going to be a spot for you in the NFL. And I definitely think before it's all said and done, he's starting some games. But I just don't know how soon, how early he goes, because you have Caleb Williams, who I think should go number one. You have Drake May. And I like Jaden Daniels still a little bit better, which is crazy to say, because coming into the year we thought he was going to have to play like receiver at the next level. <laughs> And he's not the biggest guy. <laughs> right. But, man, he's like a more accurate Lamar. Now, hey, now he's Lamar Jackson if you want to talk player comps. You know, um, he, he could use his legs. He had double-digit rushing touchdowns. So I like him a little bit more than Penix. But I do think Penix could be a solid pro. I hear you for sure. Well, Ryan, I appreciate it, man. We'll do it again next week. Thanks so much for having me, Gabe. Yes, sir. That's Ryan Horvat on X at Ryan Horvat. Just the one T in Horvat. But that is him. Bet MGM tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider. Ryan Horvath, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Now we need to go ahead and transition into the Blitz for the first time in 2024, believe it or not. So uh, we'll talk a little bit of uh, Draymond Green. We have an update on that situation per Woj. That's next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.